you went to the gentle barn to hug a cow and I'm just wondering if you remember the cow's name. Yes, it was Faith. Hello everybody. Welcome to Rover Says, the podcast where we talk about the weird and wonderful things animals say when they open up to pet psychics. I'm your host, Nancy Aziz. And what did Faith look like? Faith was a beautiful brown and white cow. I think she was brown. I, I was a little distracted, but <laughs> um, she's she's very large. Uh And uh, she was reclining. She was laying down. And um, it was after I had all gone around and seen all the other cows. And I just saw her sitting there just peacefully. And I was like, do you mind if I sidle up next to her and and, uh, hug hug her? Mm -hmm. And um, so I did. I I didn't lay down. I sat down and leaned against her and just leaned my whole body into her and put my arms around her. And and what did she do? She acted as if I had always been there. She didn't respond at all. She just kept chewing her cud and um and she she just accepted me. At the Gentle Barn, an animal sanctuary about 40 miles north of the city of Los Angeles, you can hug a cow and let the world's problems melt away. Julie Walker did it recently to help heal a hurting heart. What was that? What was it like? How did you feel? You know, um, I had uh, gone through some very painful personal tragedies and um, in a matter of months Hmm. and um, they were really, really awful. And um, yeah, thank you. Um, One involved a shooting and one was a suicide. So it was, it was really traumatic. And um, they were, uh, one was a family member and one was a friend. And, and I um, never shed a tear during the whole time that I was being strong for my family, being Mm -hmm. strong for my friends. And I, uh, hugged her and it was just this amazing warm feeling that came over me and it radiated from her and it was as if she was saying to me it's okay for you to break down it's okay for you to let go just for this moment Mm -hmm. and I can't even describe that feeling Um, and I just started crying I just started crying and crying and sobbing and And she just absorbed my tears. It was the most amazing experience. Mm -hmm. One of the most amazing experiences I've ever had. Hugging cows is only one of the ways the gentle barn heals humans and animals. We take in animals that have nowhere else to go because they're too old, too sick, too lame, or too scared to be adoptable. And that's Ellie Lacks, founder of The Gentle Barn, which has two other locations, one in Nashville, Tennessee, the other in St. Louis, Missouri. We bring them in, rehabilitate them with an extensive program, which does not just include veterinary care, but also acupuncture, massage therapy, chiropractic, holding therapy, sound healing, energetic healing, animal communication, nutritional supplements, and lots and lots of love. Once the animals are finally happy and healthy, we can find homes for them. For them. Um, but if, if the animal needs ongoing care for the rest of their lives, and most of ours do, then we give them sanctuary 
And then when they're ready, we partner with them to heal people with the same stories of trauma and connect people to the love and magic of animals through our incredible healing programs. In case you missed it, one of the many things the Gentle Barn does to care for its animals is to talk to them through an animal communicator, aka a pet psychic. It helps that the Gentle Barn's founder, Ellie Lacks, is an animal communicator herself. You know, I think animal communication is one of the key components to rehabilitating an animal. Because look, we can have our own ideas of what they might have gone through, what they might be feeling, what they might be needing. But at the end of the day, they are just guesses. They're educated guesses. But until we can actually talk to the animal themselves and have them let us know what they've gone through, what they're feeling, what they want, what they need, we can't really address them completely. And so I am very fortunate to have been able to communicate with animals since I was a small child. I thought everybody did, and it was a great surprise to me when I found out in high school that the other people didn't. And I carried that gift to the Gentle Barn when I founded it in 1999 to be able to ask the animals straight, like, what do they need? What do they feel? What can I do for them? And it has helped tremendously heal the animals, give them what they need and what they want, but also to know them better and to help them forgive and help them trust and to bond with them more deeply and to really be able to serve them in every capacity. Because whenever we bring an animal in, our job is to serve them the best way we know how. And animal communication really helps that process. Animal communication literally saved the life of Holy Cow, not once, but twice. The black and white cow was one of the sanctuary's beloved animals. She got her name courtesy comedian Ellen DeGeneres, who became a fan of the sanctuary after her partner Portia de Rossi paid it a visit. Like many of the other cows at the gentle barn, Holy Cow was born into the dairy industry. She came to us at only eight weeks old, after being born in a dairy, taken away from her mom so that um, the breast milk could be stolen for people to drink. They put her, uh, they stomped on her so she couldn't move around so the muscles would remain mushy and they could kill her for veal when she was eight weeks old. Um, when she was sent to slaughter, she couldn't stand. And there's a rule, um, I don't know if it's nationwide, but definitely in California that says that when an animal is too sick to stand, they can no longer process them for a profit. So we were called to take her off their hands. Um, Jay, who is the co-founder of The Gentle Barn and my husband, went down to retrieve her. When he went to retrieve her, there was another cow that was also downed and too sick to stand, and he ended up coming home with both of them. The other cow was just as sick, but in a different way. Um, she kept bloating because she was too young to eat solid food. She should have been nursing with her mom. So we kept having to tube her several times a day to relieve the bloat, but she healed. That calf, Holy Cow's sister, was named Madonna. Her condition was more straightforward. Holy Cow had a far different and more complicated medical issue. Holy Cow, on the other hand, when we first brought her home and had the vet come out and look at her, um, he realized right away that she had been stomped. She had a malformed spine. He said, you know, she's never going to walk again. And he recommended to euthanize her. But she didn't look like someone who wanted to leave their bodies. She was bright eyed, big alert ears, 
beautiful energy, beautiful life force. She was engaging. She was curious. She was hungry. She was saying yes to life. So I said, well, I think I'm going to get a second opinion. The second opinion said the exact same thing, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I just couldn't do it. So Ellie decided to listen to what she saw in Holy Cow's bright eyes. She clearly wanted to live. And now Ellie had to find a way to make her whole again. And I was thinking to myself, if her spine is so deformed, why can't we get a chiropractor to come out and make her spine straight and then she can walk again? Like we do it for humans, why can't we do it for a cow? So I decided to call every chiropractor within a 50 mile radius. Uh, they were human chiropractors <laughs> um, to see if they could come out and help this cow. Most of them hung up on me the minute I said cow. But, um, and then the other half, you know, politely declined. But I just kept calling until I finally found a doctor that said, I have never worked on a cow, but I treat humans and horses and I'm willing to try. I was deeply, deeply grateful for him. So he came out to the gentle barn and he worked on her every single solitary day until a month later, he said, um, her spine is now straight. She can walk. She just doesn't know she can. She doesn't have the muscles to support the walking either. And so then we had volunteers with her every single day. And what I would do is every single 30 minutes, I would go out and we would pick her up into a standing position. Now, of course, the first several times that we tried that, she would slump down, back down to the ground. But we kept doing it until she stood for longer and longer, then took a tentative step. And then all of a sudden she was walking, standing, and eventually running. And run she did. She jumped up and down. She kicked out her heels. She bonked anyone that would bonk with her. She chased us humans when we playfully ran away from her. She played with a giant bouncy ball. She was so full of life. Every time we came into the pasture, she would come bolting over to us and just jump up and down in place because she was so excited to play. And um, holy cow lived when she was almost 14 years old. And she had a wonderful life jumping up and down and running. And we had open to the public Sundays where she would get the zoomies and she would start running around and around and around. We would get all of our guests backed up to the fence, stay still so that there was room for her to run. And I would jump into the pasture and I would start running with her. And she would, I would run first and she would chase me and then we would turn around and she would run first and I would chase her. And we would do it until neither of us could breathe. <laughs> As she got older, Holy Cow became a star-hugging cow at the gentle barn, gently allowing humans in need to give her hugs and healing countless hearts, like her herdmate Faith had done for Julie. Did you feel like she really was in tune with you and, and knew what you were going through? Yes, she turned her head and she looked me in the eyes and she just um she just radiated this peace and love and and i felt like she was talking to me i i'm not that type of a person that really believes in that sort of thing but i believed it then i it it was so real mm -hmm. and um i feel like she was just seeing me down to my soul and and saying it's okay and beyond giving hugs to people, Holy Cow took on a motherly role, adopting the orphan babies the sanctuary took in, just as they had taken her in years ago. 
She taught them the ways of the world. She also assumed a leadership role in the herd after the herd's matriarch died. But eventually, around age 14, the injuries she sustained as a calf came back to cause her tremendous arthritis pain and made it difficult for her to get around. So I had an animal communication session with her and I asked her how she was feeling. Immediately when I asked that question, I could feel my lower back just in so much traction, in so much pain. Um, so I said to her, what do, you, what do you want? What do you need? What can I do for you? Is it time for you to leave your body? Like, what do you want? And she said, I don't want to leave yet. There are still things that I need to accomplish with my family. I still have to pass the torch to the next leader. I still have some time I need to spend with the, the youngest uh, member of the herd, John Lewis Thunderheart, which is a baby that I raised in my house, but she helped me raise once he transferred to the cow pasture. And she said she needed more time with him as well to prepare him. She said, can you please give me the strongest medicine you can possibly find so that I can have more time and I can function? So we consulted with our veterinarians and they said that the strongest medication is injectable banamine. And so we gave her injections every single day. And I explained to her that we're going to have to give her a shot every single day. And she said, bring it, give it to me. I want whatever medicine you have. I want to, to feel able-bodied and I need more time. Because cold is so hard on anyone with arthritis, Ellie wondered if Holy Cow would be more comfortable at the Sanctuary Separate Healing Center, which has a heated barn. And so I asked her, do you want to go to the healing center? You could be on very thick and soft shavings and bedding. You can have heat. You can feel warm. Your arthritis will feel better. And you can even bring your sister, Madonna, if you want to, so you don't have to be alone. And she said, no, please don't bring me there. And I said, why? And she said, because it's more important for me to spend my last, however long I have, with my family than alone at a healing center, even with my sister. And she said, if you give me the strong medicine, then the cold won't affect me so much. So I said, okay. And so we gave her injections every single day. And it, you could see that it helped because she was walking faster. She was getting up and down easier. She was limping less. She was eating more. And you can see that it was really helping. And she spent a tremendous amount of time with our cow, Roy, passing the torch to him. Cows are typically a matriarchal society, but we did not have a qualified female. So she passed the torch to Roy was very spiritual and very wise. And he spent countless hours with her learning and studying and listening to all the wisdom she had to pass to him. So she explained to him how to be a cow hug therapist and what hurting humans need and how important it is to hold still for hurting humans to be able to embrace him and how important it is for him to raise John Lewis and make sure that he is well behaved and has respect and is respectful. Um, how important it is for him to protect the family, but also encourage the family to step up and be there for people that need them. Ellie says Holy Cow also spent a lot of time preparing her latest adopted orphan calf, John Lewis, for her passing. Yes, he was named after the late civil rights activist and politician. At the same time, she spent many, many, many uh, hours with our young John Lewis, preparing him and letting him know that she will always love him, letting him know that he can survive this and just, you know, nurturing him and loving him for as long as she could. And that gave her, I think we had her for three to four more weeks after that. 
Um, and she was really able to finish what she wanted to do. And then one day we woke up in the morning, we went down to do the feeding and the cleaning and stuff. And there she was on the ground, surrounded by her entire family, and she passed on her own. Holy cow peacefully passed away in December of last year. It was a loss felt not just by Ellie and the staff, but tens of thousands of fans who follow the gentle barns, gentle animals on social media and who visit the sanctuary's locations. The gentle barn held a memorial service for Holy Cow, honoring her remarkable 14 years, which might never have been possible if it weren't for the gift of animal communication. I think without animal communication, holy cow would have never had a life at the gentle barn. We would have listened to the veterinarian and euthanized her at eight weeks old. Because of animal communication, she was able to express her desire to live and so encouraged me to try harder to enable her to live. And at the end of her life, animal communication, oh my God, without animal communication, we would have just you know, listen to the temperature, we would have brought her to the healing center and she would have never been able to pass the torch to the next leader. She would have never been able to finalize things with her baby. She would have never had her end of life wishes. She would have died alone at a healing center. And she would have never had that beautiful passing where she literally passed away with every member of her family surrounding her. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Thanks so much for listening to Rover Says. If you like the show, please rate it and share so other people who want to know how animals really think can find us. And we'd like to hear from you. Tell us what your animals are telling you or what they've told animal communicators. If you'd like to know more about the gentle barn, L.A. Lacks, or her soon-to-be-released book, Cow Hug Therapy, please check out our show notes. We drop new episodes every other Wednesday. Until then, keep listening to your animal friends. Music